One of the most exciting aspects of baseball is base stealing. It takes skill, speed, and strategy to be successful at swiping bags. And some players have mastered this art form. So today, we're going to look at some of baseball's top base stealers over the years and examine their techniques for success. Today on Rounders, A History of Baseball in America. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode. I am your host, Jeff Lambert. Wow, man, I've got a great topic for us to discuss today. I've had this one hanging on for a couple weeks to get out, but here we are, and I can't wait to share it with you. Thank you for listening. As always, I feel like I don't say it enough, but I do appreciate the support for you tuning in every week, or at least every week I release an episode, to be able to check out this show and and just uh, building this community and continually doing so means a lot. So on that note, I want to welcome two new subscribers to our free newsletter this week, Luis and Adro. Thank you for signing up. I appreciate it. It means a lot. We're growing, folks. We started the email newsletter and the bonus show about four months ago. We're almost at the same level as the main show in terms of listening right now. So that shows me that you like the extra content. That means a lot that you're uh, tuning in and subscribing. So in case you're new to the show, we have this main show that we do that talks about baseball history, you know, just being able to celebrate the sport we love. We also, if you sign up for our email newsletter, you get a free bonus show that goes over the main events that happened every week in baseball. And we talk about some current stories. We dive a little bit deeper into something that happened during the week of the episode. So it's a good time. You can go to rounders.substack.com to sign up for that. I would certainly appreciate that additional support. Additionally, I want to just take a moment and thank somebody for leaving a review. If you just take a moment and leave a review or a star rating on the podcast app of your choice, that really tells the algorithm that people are interested in the show. And recently, a username WV Wiffle left a review on Apple Podcasts, and he said that, quote, I just recently found this show, and I've really enjoyed the deep dives into the topics chosen, particularly the team autopsies. Very well done, end quote. WV Wiffle, thank you for those words. I'm glad you're enjoying the team autopsies. We have a couple more coming up in uh, the near future, so stay tuned for those. I really like doing that topic as well. So, yeah, overall, we've got some great shows lined up in the future. I'm really excited for what's coming. If you want to see the list of what's coming up in the next 30 days, you can, again, sign up for the weekly show. If you become a paid subscriber, just five bucks a month, that's like a cup of coffee. You're buying me a cup of coffee per month. You get the weekly show, this show, one day earlier. You get to have your feedback read in the episode. You get to choose one episode a year to be able to uh, have everybody else hear about, and you get to really help and have a bigger say in the direction of this show, all for the cost of one cup of joe per month. So I would appreciate that support if you think you can do it. Again, rounders.substack.com. You can either sign up for the free newsletter or you can choose to go a bit further. Either way, it means a lot to me. So that kind of does it for our introduction topics. We're going to jump into the main topic. We're going to talk about baseball's best at the art of stealing our chief thieves as i named this episode so let's go ahead and talk about that
Base stealing is an important part of the game of baseball. Throughout history, there have been some great base stealers who've made their mark on the sport, and we're going to look at the top five chief thieves in MLB history. We begin with none other than Tim Raines. Tim Raines is a legendary MLB player who spent 23 seasons in the league. He played for six different teams, most notably for the Montreal Expos and the Chicago White Sox, where he was twice named an All-Star. He also earned a World Series ring with the New York Yankees in 1996. During his career, Tim Raines accumulated 808 stolen bases, which is good enough for fifth all-time amongst major leaguers. He also held numerous batting records during his career, including best steals per game ratio, most seasons leading the National League in steals, and most consecutive seasons with 70 or more steals. Now, in 1982, Reigns had to enter treatment for substance abuse, and that season it came out that he had spent an estimated $40,000 that year on cocaine alone. The way he stole bases was actually tied into his drug use, too. So he would carry his drugs on his person when he went to the ballpark. And to avoid leaving the drugs in his locker, where they could be more easily found, Reigns would carry the baggie in his hip pocket during games, like literally as he took first base. So to prevent damaging the bag of Coke, he would always slide head first when running the bases. So that tied into his overall style of being able to slide left or right wide of the bag, always head first to protect the drugs. But it worked. He was obviously very good. Uh, And, you know, it it did cut his career, I think, a little bit shorter in terms of productivity because he certainly was on a very high arc. It was the 80s. A lot of players were doing coke during this time. But um, you got to wonder if he had kept himself clean, uh, could he have done more? But there is a positive note to Reigns' story. He did get himself cleaned up. He continued his career. He retired in 2002. He did spend 23 seasons in the league, even if his productivity did drop off. Uh, He's only one of 29 players in baseball history to date to have appeared in a Major League Baseball game in four different decades. So Tim, certainly deserving of that number five spot for his ability to be able to swipe it back. Number four on our list is Ty Cobb. Yeah, maybe you didn't see that one coming. Maybe you did. But Ty Cobb was an impressive base stealer throughout his career. He swiped 892 bags over 24 seasons. And he also held the single season record for most stolen bases with 96 set in 1915. He led the league in stolen bases 12 times throughout his career, and he held a lifetime average of .367 steals per game, which is still one of the highest ratios in MLB history. Ty Cobb also had the record for stealing home more than any other player. He was the master at this. So the thing is, is that we know he was really good at it from reading primary and secondary source accounts, but the actual number of times he stole home is a little bit nebulous because a steal of home plate is not an officially recorded statistic uh, on baseballalmanac.com. They have done some research and they've come up with the number that they credit him with 54 steals of home. That's 21 more since they started tracking this stat. His closest competitor is uh, Max Carey, uh, who played in the National League and stole home 33 times. So 54 for Ty Cobb stealing home to our best estimation. Uh, 
So Cobb is also said to, in during a game, to have stolen second, third, and home on consecutive pitches. Think about that for a second. He also once stole home when Yankees players had crowded around home plate protesting a call. He was able to, while everybody was distracted, get and slide into home, and they counted it. It's even stated that Ty Cobb had nine different variations of his slide. He was very versatile in how he swiped bags, so that tied into his technique. Ty Cobb retired in 1928. He spent two-plus decades with the Detroit Tigers, and he also spent brief stints with the Philadelphia Athletics and the Chicago White Sox. He was inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1936, and he passed away in 1961. Ty is number four on our list. Number three, our third ranking, goes to Billy Hamilton. Billy Hamilton had a 10-year career in Major League Baseball. He is one of the earliest players to make a name for himself stealing bases. He played from 1888 to 1898, and he made his home with the Kansas City Cowboys, with the Philadelphia Phillies, with the Boston Bean Eaters, and with the Cincinnati Reds over the course of his career. Hamilton batted 344 over the course of his career, and he had a 455 on base percentage, so no slouch at the plate. But in addition to his prowess with hitting during his time in the league, he did set the single season record for stolen bases with 111. That record lasted until 1962. Overall in his career, he stole 914 bags. He also led the league in stolen bases eight times, and he earned the nickname Sliding Billy due to his skill on the base paths. He was also known for his ability to reach base safely on bunts and pop-ups and really helped popularize that small ball style of play. Those were his two signature moves, actually. So he really helped expand the game in terms of what you could do on offense. Now, Hamilton retired after the 1898 season, but he stayed very active in the sports industry. He managed and scouted for various teams for several leagues and several different professional leagues. He was a scout for the Boston Red Sox uh, during after their formation. And so um, Hamilton was certainly someone who was well-known on the baseball scene in the early 1900s. He also wrote for various publications during his time. And he also served as a coach for several different universities in guiding their baseball programs. So just to round out that overall fact that Hamilton really was Mr. Baseball in the early 1900s, he ended up passing away in 1940 at the age of 73, and he was inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1961. So Billy Hamilton, good enough for number three on our list of baseball's best base stealers. Now, before we go into our top two, we're going to take a quick break for the seventh inning stretch. Do not go anywhere. Stay with us. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to this week's episode. We're talking about baseball's top chief thieves, those who really made an art out of being able to swipe a bag. We started off with number five, Tim Raines, and then we talked about number four, Ty Cobb. Number three on the list was Billy Hamilton. So let's go ahead and move into our top two. And this was... uh, I don't want to say it was a tough one, but certainly these two were close in terms of accomplishments on the field. Uh, One certainly, I think, uh, stands out stats-wise, but one really had an impressive career. So let me me break down the two for you just to see what 
I'm talking about. So second on our list of top base stealers in baseball history goes to none other than Lou Brock. Lou was a Hall of Fame outfielder who played the majority of his career with the St. Louis Cardinals. He made his MLB debut in 1961, and during his time, he made the All-Star team eight times, and he was named National League MVP in 1974. He also won two World Series with the Cardinals in 1964 and 1967. Now, during his 19-year career, he stole 938 bases, and he was the guy that broke Billy Hamilton's previous record. And that stood until 1991, when our top person on this list broke Lou Brock's record. But Lou overall, Sweet Lou, had a great career success rate when it came to stealing bases. He had an 81% career uh, success rate being able to steal bags. 81% of the time, he was able to beat out the throw and make it safely. That is in just a staggering stat. And on top of that, in one season alone in 1964, he stole 118 bases. So not to take away anything from Billy Hamilton, but the game certainly progressed quite a bit from when you know he played to when Lou Brock played. And Lou was able to do something that was truly amazing for the time. 118 bags in one season, 81 career, 81%, excuse me, career success rate. Uh, just someone who really set the standard for being the best at this art. So in addition to this, Brock also holds the Cardinals franchise record for most stolen bases with 814. And he's the only player in team history to have at least a hundred steals in a single season. So he is Mr. Cardinal, certainly when it comes to stealing bases and would have overall been the guy who was known as the top chief thief, were it not for our number one individual to come onto the scene. And baseball's top bag swiper in baseball history goes to none other than Mr. Ricky Henderson. Yes, Ricky Henderson, someone I loved to watch when I was a kid, even though I was a little bit younger. I'm an elder millennial, so I do remember catching some games. But Ricky was just, I mean, he played for 25 seasons. This guy had a super long career. He played for nine teams. He played for the Oakland Athletics most uh, prominently, played for the New York Yankees, the Toronto Blue Jays. He even spent some time on the Red Sox. I remember him donning the uniform. And Henderson's career stats are impressive all around. He amassed 3,055 hits. He had 297 home runs. He had 1,115 runs batted in, and he had a 279 career batting average. And he also holds a lot of major league records. He holds the record for career stolen bases. He holds the major league record for runs and for unintentional walks and leadoff home runs. Probably didn't see that coming, did you? But yes, Ricky Henderson holds that record. But most importantly, he is the chief thief in MLB history. So let's look at the stats and see if that adds up, right? So Ricky Henderson finished his career with 1,406 career steals. That is 33% higher than the previous record that was set by Lou Brock of 938. He also holds the single season record 
for its stolen bases, he grabbed 130 bags in 1982. 130 bases. That is insane. He was also the league's top 10 base stealer in 21 different seasons. At 21 out of 25, he led the league, or was at the top, I should say, uh, base stealers. That's truly impressive. We're talking about someone that went into his late 30s, early 40s, and was still successful at stealing bases. And to illustrate that point even more, at age 39, Ricky stole 66 bases. At age 42, I think the second to last season in his career, he stole 25 bases at 42. Now, Ricky also holds the all-time stolen base uh, record for the Oakland Athletics franchise. Really just an impressive career overall. He did hang it up in 2003. He had brief stints in the MLB as a coach for the San Diego Padres, for the Oakland Athletics, and the New York Mets. And then after he left baseball, he ended up founding a business, the Ricky Henderson Academy. And that academy still offers youth baseball camps and clinics around the United States. In 2009, he was inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame on his very first ballot appearance. Truly amazing, folks. And, you know, I think statistician and historian Bill James, who I quote a lot on this show, I really think he said it best. He was asked early on in Ricky Henderson's career if he thought that Henderson would be inducted into Cooperstown one day. And Bill James said this, quote, if you could split him in two, you'd have two Hall of Famers, end quote. And Ricky certainly lived up to that promise in many more ways than one. And to commemorate the moment, I want to play for you Ricky Henderson's acceptance speech when he broke Lou Brock's record. Uh, they actually stopped the game and made a you know some fanfare around it, and he gave a somewhat humorous uh, acceptance speech right there on the field. I just want you to hear that. Let's listen. Lou Brock was the symbol of great base stealing. But today, I'm the greatest of all time. Thank you. <laughs> you you got to love the bluntness there. You know, greatness recognizing greatness, but there was certainly no lack of confidence by Ricky in his skills. And that's why he is number one on our list of baseball's best chief thieves. Folks, we would be remiss without ending by looking at the spirit of base stealing in today's game. It still lives on and some of baseball's best burglars in today's MLB include names that you may or may not have heard of. You've got Cleveland Indian shortstop Francisco Lindor. You've got LA Dodgers outfielder Mookie Betts, who we just did an episode on. Uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks have a very talented base stealer in Tim Locastro. The Houston Astros have infielder Jose Altuve. There are a lot of names that continue to add to this legacy of being able to use this particular tactic to be able to help your team offensively. And while base stealing is still an important part of the modern game, certainly its value compared to previous areas, I think is debatable. I don't think it's as heavily relied upon as it once was, but look, I think we can all agree that base stealing is still very important to creating scoring opportunities. And it adds an element of just unpredictability to a team's offense. And that's really what makes it so valuable to the game. So even though the modern trend might be slanting more towards teams using strategic bunting or hit and run plays in order to create runs, 
there's always going to be a place for base stealing, and I think it's always going to be one of those things that helps make the game more exciting. What do you think? I would love to hear your thoughts on how important you think base stealing still is in today's game. Remember, you can let me know by sending me an email. I'll also be including a weekly poll in our newsletter that you can receive by signing up for free. Just go to rounders.substack.com. Thanks again for making this show a part of your week. It truly, truly means a lot to me. So as we conclude, remember, there are only two seasons, folks, winter and baseball. Bye, everybody.